Okay, we're back one more time. One more time. Do we start completely over? Yeah. <laughs> Welcome, guys, to the Baking It Down podcast with Sugar Cookie Marketing Attempt 2. What will people find other than our homage to Tom Cruise? We didn't even talk about Tom Cruise yet. Well, we talked about him for about 30 minutes in the last podcast. <laughs> I didn't record. <laughs> well, welcome to Baking It Down. This is a podcast from the group on Facebook called Sugar Cookie Marketing Group. It is everything you wanted to know to grow your bakery business. The group is awesome, but you need fingers to scroll, and sometimes we are elbow deep in flour and cookie dough. So I said, let's do a podcast where people can listen with their ears and still learn. And so far, I think people are digging it. I think they're picking up what we're putting down. Did you get anything from Amazon Prime? Because they just pulled up. No, I didn't. I've been in a seaweed kick, though. What does that mean? Uh, seaweed, like seaweed chips. They... You're eating seaweed? Yeah, it's very good. If you haven't tried it, you should. It's like a healthy chip that melts in your mouth. That if it gets chip? in your teeth, though, we got a problem. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are a day late, but not a dollar short, because we went and played hooky yesterday and went and saw Top Gun. Okay, my mom does not like a raunchy movie, so she gave this one actually a 90% of non-raunch score. Yeah. A high for Larissa Rotten Tomatoes. She got a 9 out of 10. Is it 90 out of 100? Mom's a a percentage out of 100. Okay. So it's 90% clean. We think there could have been some curse words in there, but we were at the Alamo Draft House, so... Uh, the curse words were taken by the lack of customer service. <laughs> there was a lady in the audience that was actually cursing at the waiter. <laughs> if you've never been to the Alamo Draft House, one, it is a pretty cool concept. You it's can- the best parts of a theater and the worst parts of a restaurant fused together in an okayish business model. Yeah, so imagine being able to order from a full menu while you're watching a movie. Like, you can have a whole burger start to finish with fries, appetizer, drink, popcorn, and dessert... Allegedly. Um, allegedly. Because they didn't bring all this stuff. So it is an interesting idea. It is a pretty delicious restaurant, you know, and you could get a, a full drink menu of these fancy little beverages, tea, endless Diet Coke, endless popcorn. Everything is at an astronomical surcharge per movie theater policy. However, the expectations were misaligned. In what inferred that somebody would constantly be waiting on you hand and foot as you watched Tom Cruise be the best Tom Cruise he's been. Uh, it was more of like uh, on these little notes when you place your order, you have to handwrite it, which, okay, I have chicken scratch for handwriting. But I had to write, you didn't deliver the appetizers. No sweat, though. I'm not mad, but I also don't want them. Not maliciously. Thank you. And the reason why she had to write it was because you were actually in the middle of the movie. So you can't, like, pull him to the side and tell him, like, like it's Top Gun. He's in this. What, what is that airplane? F-18. F-18. And it it is so loud. It's literally shaking the entire theater. So there's no... Heather's voice is high Talk and to squeaky anyway. Talk to me. <laughs> you can't even pull over the waiter or the waitress to say, like, hey, no more on the fried pickles. <laughs> Just do. Don't think. <laughs> so we didn't get half the meal, which was totally fine because uh, You Tom may Cruise, say, well, girls, wait until the end of the movie and then talk to the wait staff. And no, they actually take your credit card information as you sit down. They know their worth. <laughs> they will get paid. So by the end of the movie, the credits – even though some people were still getting their burgers, we were getting the check that had been billed. So it was important that I communicated, hey, those fried pickles Corey hadn't had to have, we never got them. Uh, so please don't ring them up. Someone's not mad. Enjoying my fried pickles. <laughs> fried pickles. <laughs> the movie was great, so I highly recommend to go to the movie. Everyone yeah. go see my husband at the movies. That is not Heather. Thomas, <laughs> if you're listening to the Baking It Down podcast, <laughs> I do. 
weird way to propose, but yes. <laughs> you know something funny about Kentucky? Oh, I did. We have. He could be a brother. <laughs> Tom Miracle. <laughs> well, welcome to the Baking It Down podcast. We promise we don't t- just do movie reviews. <laughs> but that was the first time I've been to the movie theater in years and years and years. Corey said, we'll go to the movie. If I'm having a rough day, I'll be like, can we just go see a movie? But she, she the last time we've seen a movie was three I'm a ride or die, man. Corey's a ride or die, but she had said, hey, I took a sleeping aid. And I'm probably going to knock out. I got to say, before the first <laughs> intro of the intro of the intro, Corey was dead asleep. Oh, yeah. For the whole time. I woke up right at the end. I was watching that movie by myself, but <laughs> I, was I had moral support. Moral support. <laughs> My body was next to you. Um, but that was fun to go back to the theater after all these years, so if there if some if someone had to say you're goose or maverick and i'm the other what what are we don't talk to me goose, goose. <laughs> <laughs> okay rooster anyways <laughs> moving on to the podcast Corey has recently completed a move that has not been without its snafus however she is already warming up to new clients which is a question we see often in the group especially for military families who are in a constant state of relocation It is obnoxious to work really hard on practicing best marketing principles and building an audience of people primed and ready to give you their money only to turn around and have to move to a new location. So there are some best practices that we found work for us. And if you're planning to move now or in the future, maybe something to keep on the back burner of your F-18. Uh, so I was actually pretty excited to move, but I know there's a lot of anxiety around moving, but that is why you have Sugar Cookie Marketing Group to help you learn those skills, um, to be prepared for those moves, whether it be this week or it be a few years down the road. We want you to have all those things in your back pocket so it's not so overwhelming um, and de- depressing. Because a lot of times when you think about it, you you work so hard and you're losing all that hard work just to start over again. Um, and that's tough pill to swallow sometimes. So test it on me. <laughs> Let me tell you what's worked for me, what hasn't worked. Um, but today's podcast, we wanted to touch on a few things that have worked. My number one thing, and it's easy for everyone to do this, is to get into the community groups of the place that you're going to be moving to now before you move. You're not even a resident there, but we want you to get in there and start warming up to the feel of the place, get your name out there, start asking for recommendations. I knew when we were going to move that, hey, I wanted my TV mounted, so I needed a TV mounter. I also needed a recommendation for the auto shop that we talked about in last we week's podcast. Heard. We were all there with you in the waiting room. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that ended up being a very good auto shop. And let me just tell you what happened. That same day I went to get an oil change when I, a little bit later in the day, I heard a little clicking sound, uh, nail in the tire. So pulled at you, we went back to the auto shop and he's like, ma'am, is something wrong? I said, I got a bone to pick with you. I said, just kidding. I have a nail in the tire. Can you fix it? He's like, oh, absolutely. We'll get you right in. This is right before the busy Memorial Day weekend. So they were really, oh, truly yeah. squeezing you can't me hardly in. Yeah. Him. And I heard him tell another guy, like, it's really busy this You're weekend. You're scheduling an oil change with your butt sitting at home. He said, online scheduling. They had when they got On their website, they have the ability to text them too. Just saying. Great. Just Love saying. It. So Love I went in there and he's like, oh, absolutely. That sucks. I'm so sorry. The guy came in. He said, it did not puncture the wall of the tire. It's free of charge. My goodness. And they didn't have to tell you that. They could have just, they, I was prepared, prepared to pay. Absolutely going to pay. So and I left them a great review and wrote in a, again, local neighbor group where somebody else read your review, went to the auto shop and in turn wrote another stellar review in the same Local neighborhood group. The number one converting lead is word of mouth. 
truly is. It is the hardest to harness as well. And yeah. it has only gotten through really great customer if, service. As good as it is to have a positive review, imagine how negative a negative review in a community group can Double do. negative cancels out. It's positive. positive. <laughs> <laughs> to left. Uh, but Nate's going there tomorrow <laughs> to get new tires. Oh, nice. Yes. Oh, so they've gotten you coming and going. They do. So that is a great point. When you join those neighborhood groups, there are Facebook groups is what we're referring to. There's usually a typical list of rules, especially when it comes to sales posts. Those neighborhood groups don't want us hawking our wares at all times and all hours of the night. So it's important to figure out when and where you're allowed to make these sales posts. I'd recommend a spreadsheet with the Facebook group name, Facebook group hyperlink, uh, date, time, and, um, and poster. Heather did have answer. a great idea. I usually do. Go on. <laughs> You're so dumb. Put it on your Google Calendar as a reminder. So Love you don't it. even have to think about it. So tag the group because you can tag. You can do a URL in your little, uh, what is it, calendar description. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then the little rule. Um, and make sure that you're utilizing that opportunity to its fullest. Don't just put your business name. Heather Miracle. (laughs) Yeah, say, hey, I'm new to the area. I absolutely love this group. Everyone's been so welcoming. I am the Crumped Cookies, and I am willing to make and bake your dreams come true. Here's a look at what I've been working on. If I see any of you say, make and bake your dreams come true, I will find you and say, you listen to the podcast? You tell somebody about it? <laughs> but I'm just saying, those those opportunities to connect with your new local neighbors is awesome. And to stay on the good side of an admin is great because they can boot you, as we know. Right. Well, we've actually already done this part of the podcast already a couple minutes ago, and Corey had brought up a great point. <laughs> For about two weeks when you join a Facebook group, you get this new wavy hand if the moderators have it enabled. That wavy hand is basically, uh, hey, I'm new here. Look and at me. Answer your dreams. Look at yeah, me. so you can kind of capitalize on being new for a while, and that will expire two weeks after you join the group, right? Yes, or if you post a lot, then you'll be a rising star. Right. And um, it's nice because from an admin moderator perspective, we can actually see how many posts you made in the last 90 days, how many comments you made, how many of those were removed. So if you're adding a lot of value, you're actually making the group grow and the admin's job easier. So mm-hmm. consider that. And I think... Like you said the first time we did this, you can be in two different demographical areas before you move. You can join where you're moving to. And then you can start doing research instead of hard sales. I like doing research like, hey, guys, I have a dog. I... Where should I get him groomed? <laughs> right. And I have, a, you know, I'm t- going out on a date. We're celebrating our move. Mm-hmm. Where should, I, should, we, should you know, we go and things like that. So you can kind of build that rapport. And also, honestly, you probably need those referrals anyways. Yes. Uh, and a lot of times... If you're a stalker like me, if I see someone like post something, sometimes I'll click to their profile and that's where they can see, oh, hey, she's a cookie baker. She has pictures of cookies all over her thing. And I can build um, relationships that way. If you are like super political or you're... That's actually a question into, called into, texted into the podcast. Should I wait? Shall we wait? We shall wait. We shall wait. That makes you guys listen to the end. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I really like that one. So like Corey said, as you transition over, start joining those local groups. One, they're a great resource anyways. Um, Two, you can start building rapport with people. And three, you can start figuring out what those group rules are and when and where you can make those sales posts. And when you do make those sales posts, use a lot of the tactics we talk about in the group. Um, Even, hey, if you can figure out how to add value in your sales post Mm -hmm. on a sales site, that's even better it's even better uh the next thing is stalk your neighbors i have a dog i'm always walking the dog he's an english bulldog so there's not much walking we're a lot of moseying mm-hmm. if, you know two steps and a sniff type deal um, but it puts us outside a lot so a lot of times we can you know look at the vehicles of our car and that sounds super thievery of our cars yeah vehicles of our neighbors <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of cars in them vehicles <laughs> 
<laughs> As we said in the past podcast, we are not professional <laughs> podcasters. So why are we stocking our neighbor's vehicle cars? Back when I sold vehicles to cars, <laughs> back when I sold cars, uh, sales tactic that they asked us to do is if someone was trading into car, to go and look at the bumper stickers, the license plate frames, do they have a child seat in there, um, and to get an idea about who is who you're getting ready to work with. Um, my neighbor has tons of bumper stickers on her car. So I was able to say, hey, she's involved in her local PTA. I found out her kids are graduating high school. She's been in the area for 18 years, specifically in that house. So she knows way more people than I do. Um, so she actually mowed my grass, which was super nice because I hate mowing. So I said, this would be the perfect time to introduce her to my business by baking her some thank you cookies. Um, so I baked her up a batch and they said, home sweet home. And instead of doing ding dong ditch, which I would normally do because who wants to talk to people? I waited till I saw her car and went in, knocked on her door. Try to I'm bring sorry, her vehicle in her car. Saw her vehicle in the car and said, I'm going to go to the car vehicle. (laughs) (laughs) So I went, knocked at her door, and I was able to say, hey, you know, I'm an actual sugar cookie baker. I just wanted to say thank you so much. I didn't sign it. Send me your money and your runs. I just just, thank you so much. I stamped it with my boutique stamps. If you're in the group, there's this stamp company that I use, and they're a local um, small business, and she makes custom stamps. So it said handmade by the crumb cookies. Um, Stamped it there. And next day when I came home, the husband was outside, and he said, hey, do you want your box back that the cookies were in? I said, oh, no, it's up to you. Yes, kind of. <laughs> I'm a water, and I need to keep it in water. <laughs> so he said, I will only give it back if you fill it up for me, because I want to, I love giving food as gifts. I've never known a sugar cookie baker. We thought your cookies were delicious. Can I place an order for June 25th? I said, absolutely. He oh, said, yes. we went online. He said, my daughter said, why are you stalking our neighbor? And we were like, it's a business. She wants this. So this is a perfect thing. So perfect. that honestly did work out. She mowed my grass again on Sunday. You should make a set that says, you are so John Deere to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. So I really like that tip. So to recap, definitely join the local groups. Suck up to your neighbor's vehicle cars. And three, if you guys have heard of Nextdoor or not, I know we talked about it on the podcast a few times. If Nextdoor is not active where you are, you can actually grassroots campaign yourself and Make it active by investing time into it. If there is not an active next door, which means your neighborhood is not listed, you can be the mo- moderator. Of I was an admin for one. What happens is you accept to become the admin. Someone has to admin. I think you need two people to actually mm-hmm. admin it. Um, which you can only join based off of your home's location. Yeah, so the zip code. The zip code. So when I signed up, it said we're going to send 100 free to you postcards to your neighbors. From you inviting them to your next door. Which is a little crazy. A little crazy. crazy, But I get how it works. Now, next door is a growing platform. Um, And it's interesting because you can only join based off the proximity of your home. You cannot join somebody else's next door. If you're near to another neighborhood, you can see what's going on there. But as the neighborhoods get farther and farther out, you actually lose access to it. Now, on the flip side, as the business, a business profile on next door, I can only see what my business feed is. Meaning I'm kind of flying blind. Top Gun reference. <laughs> God, talk to my goose. <laughs> I'm kind of flying blind as far as what people can see on mine, but if somebody engages with my content, I can reply to them. And next door, 
it's tightening the rain a little bit on its advertising platform, but you get a two-mile radius post, meaning if my business is located in my house, I get a personal profile, and I also get a business profile. I can log into both with the same account. And from that business profile, create a post that shows in the feeds of anyone within a two-mile radius. Just imagine the people in your two-mile radius who know people outside of that two-mile radius. Yeah, so the sales sales restrictions that are maybe in your next-door neighborhood don't actually apply to your next-door business profile. It's uh, you can't, you know, go and do crazy things, but you can still make your sales post without violation of that next door neighborhood rule. So it is a really great feature. You actually get two posts per month within a two mile radius of your business's location, which could be your home. And then you also have your personal profile where again, following the rules, mm-hmm. you can engage with people and grow that rapport there. Yeah. So if anyone's asking for, Hey, I'm looking for a baker, that is your time to shine and come and say, hey, this is what I specialize mm-hmm. in. You can find me here. You can follow me there. It's pretty interesting. You can also recommend businesses on Nextdoor and that veil of secrecy. I can only see that the business has been recommended and I can reply to that recommendation. Now, you got an interesting thing is you can also unrecommend businesses and you can let the business know you've unrecommended them, but not who you are. Non. <laughs> or you can let a business know that you have unrecommended them and this is who you are, in which case they're allowing you almost to essentially contradict them, (laughs) which, you know, we talk about when we reply to bad reviews, do it very, very strategically. Mm -hmm. Do not turn it into a turf war a la nextdoor.com. Absolutely. But it's a really great way to start moving. Again, you can only do the Nextdoor switcheroo once you move into the new location. Yes, that's true because they do say. Um, The next up thing is if you are like me and you have a dog or if you're not like me and you're like Heather and like to take walks, you need to get a branded shirt. Um, Something that's easy to read, not a tiny little logo where someone has to put their glasses on to see, but hey, sugar cookie baker. You have one cookie cookie dealer. And every time we go out after a sugar cookie class, somebody will say something about it. Yes. So imagine walking around your neighborhood doing gardening in your front yard and you're wearing a cookie dealer shirt. Uh, The police might come, but if they don't, you're telling your neighbors, hey, look, I am a sugar cookie baker. It's my branding. This is on my shirt. Uh, I'm always walking my dog in the same spot. So Mm -hmm. that neighbor is going to see that shirt. And eventually, you know, right now we're at the the wave and the welcome. Mm-hmm. But eventually, hey, why are you wearing that shirt? Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's, it's one of those kind of um, brand awareness campaigns. Mm-hmm. Like it's crazy to think that a shirt can bring you leads, but the same way that you wrap a, a truck or a van, that's bringing leads as well. It's that brand awareness and the familiarity with the fact that this person is either crazy or dealing cookies. Hey. Either or, you gotta you gotta ask to find out. First one's free. That's something else you can also do if your um, neighborhood is located in an HOA or has kind of those HOA type meetings. Is be involved again. That's going to require some time and effort on your part. But guess who they're probably going to call come Christmas holiday season. And it's really nice to kind of, and I agree that good marketing is always paying back into what you're taking out, Mm -hmm. being able to invest back into your HOA, even though I know a few of you have choice words. Remember, my mom doesn't like cursing, so no cursing, (laughs) Uh, but really paying an HOA also means you're involved and maybe can stop yourself from getting a fine for leaving out your trash. Absolutely. uh, Yeah, you can kind of be involved and I'm sure they have a few more sales type things than you're aware of just being on the outside of an HOA. The next up, if you do cookie pickup or from your home, you can either get a little yard flag or on Etsy, they have these big old H-way signs. H-way like a word. <laughs> yeah. 
They have these big old signs that say cookies, or you could do a door hanger that says cookie pick up here. Mm-hmm. Um, those are awesome ways to get your neighbors seeing what you're doing without having to ask you, especially those people are a little bit more introverted. So make sure they understand what type of dealer you are. <laughs> cookie dealer. <laughs> so you can get that on Etsy. I know Bakery Tico has a yard flag. Keep in mind, this is going to be coming back to curb appeal. If you have a really <gasps> unkempt yard, on. yeah, Corey has been deciding that investing in curb appeal, even though for some odd reason your neighbor is doing it, <laughs> it's a group effort. <laughs> you can really attract more people. And that comes back to that personal reflection on how you present your brand, which at this time, if you're a home-based business, is your home. It is your storefront. Um, how that appeals to your neighbors. If your neighbors see that you never actually do take out your trash and then you turn around and try to sell them cookies, I think you're going to have a little bit of a longer funnel. A little bit of a longer funnel. I did get my front stairs pressure washed. Um, there were some grassy patches. HOA would no longer like a word they're proud. <laughs> there were some grass patches that browned, so I replanted and I aerated the whole yard. So we really How did you taken... aerate it? Okay, I did not. Did you stab with a fork? Boom, boom, I knew boom. you did. No, Which it's one? actually called a, a pebbler. A bebbler. Be- pebbler. Okay. I bought a tool. That pokes holes? Hand hand done. Let them breathe. Let them breathe. <laughs> so, and then I did some potted plants, and they are actually blooming. Call me Green Thumb Corey. Oh, nice, nice, nice. Yeah, I know. Another way for that curb appeal is to be the best decorated house come Halloween time. Those kind of fun things that get your neighbor's eyes onto your home. Just... Make a note. You got to take them Christmas lights down. You got to take them down H-Y eventually. Said they would like H-Y's back. <laughs> <laughs> so I really edged the lawn um, and I de-weeded, which I was so sweaty yesterday. Um, this is the hottest two days. We live in a swamp and it was hot in the swamp. Even the swamp was like this a little bit much. Yes. So swamp. My current peel looking good. Looking okay. good. I like that one. So to recap, we have join the groups before you move. I recommend making a spreadsheet and then connecting that spreadsheet to an easy, free-to-create Google Calendar so you know when and where is going on. Second, you said... What was it? What was it? Oh, the bumper sticker thing. Oh, stock your neighbors. Stock your neighbors. And that's a great way to kind of build a friendship, a camaraderie. Mm-hmm. Um, please don't call the police on me. Call me first. <laughs> <laughs> the next was wear a shirt, a branded shirt while you're walking. Next door profiles. I really like that one. Yep. And then that being involved in your HOA. And then again, really taking care of the front side of your home, that brand awareness and keeping a really clean image so that people want to buy from you. Yes. And lastly, but not least, you do not need a child to sponsor an elementary school. You can actually sponsor an elementary school just as a business, um, being local to them. So if you wanted to, uh, they have different levels of sponsorships. Um, some you just get a mention, some you get actually sent out in the newsletter and mentions on their social profiles. So if that's something that you wanted to consider getting involved in that realm, especially in elementary school, I moved right in the neighborhood of an elementary school. Just imagine everyone having a birthday because on Saturday, everyone had a bounce house. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they were everywhere. <laughs> it's a great thing to ask is, how do I know that's going to pay back to me? What if it is a $200 sponsorship? Well, you'd have to say, I'm going to track where my leads are coming mm-hmm. from. And that's going to take a tweak on your form. If you use Job Form or Google Forms as an intake, you'd ask somebody, hey, quick question. Where'd you hear from me? Where'd you hear from me? And if it's a neighbor, if it's a local group, or if it's that PTA, is that what I'm referring to? PTA? Yeah. Is that what mm-hmm. it is? You're you sponsoring? You're good. Okay, got it, got it. Okay, yeah, you can uh, really track your numbers, and that's an important part of business. Which, does that conclude your thing? Mm. Oh, I have a question. Like, I guess a thought question. And I know that people are wondering, no, about this topic. Okay. Would you recommend somebody start a new Facebook page or use their old Facebook page that is location-specific and move it to their new location, which 
is a transfer of sorts. Either way you choose is not wrong. What I would do is keep my old page. A lot of the people who supported you in the past support you because they like you. So I would tell them, hey guys, I'm moving. But when you like, when you share, when you comment, it truly does help me and it'll help me when I'm moving to this new area. Um, will you have people fall off? Absolutely, just because now you've left this area and you're going to a new one. But the people who supported you still like you as a person. So you want to keep as much engagement as you can so you're not starting off from the bare minimum. Those reviews are awesome. Regardless, your cookies taste good everywhere, mm-hmm. <laughs> all across the United States. Um, so those reviews can help you jumpstart when you go to a new area and you don't look like you just started last night. So when making that transition, let's pretend we're looking at a three-month move time from the day you know you're moving to the final move date. Mm-hmm. When should that transition happen? So it really does depend. A lot of people are scared to mention it too soon because they think that it will they'll fall out of people's funnels in a mindset like, oh, I can't ask Corey. She's she's already leaving, so I need to find a new cookie baker. I think a firm FOMO cutoff date will be a great time to really set people's expectations. I'm taking custom orders up until June mm-hmm. 19th. After June 19th, I'll be uh, working on that move. Then you can you know accept these orders and people have a definitive cutoff date versus am I bothering her or is she still open or has she moved yet? I like it. People like communication. I love communication, man. Okay, moving forward, the cookie college. The cookie college. We are entering. I'm going to challenge you guys. We're entering in what cookie bakers see as a slow time, but they don't recognize it because they too are traveling. And it's fun. Uh, Memorial Day was one of the most traveled Memorial Days since 2019. So it is a wild out there. I sat in a lot of the traffic coming back from Indy 500. You would have thought I was racing it. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. I'm just, I'm just kidding. Practicing for this all on. Is the parking lot? Is that the parking lot? So what I'm going to say is right now you're going to start stepping back probably typically solely from your business. Your kids are getting out of school. You're traveling. you got vacations planned. Mm-hmm. Uh, business is on the back burner. I would challenge you to completely reverse that line of thought. When the holiday season hits, it will hit hard. Corey and I were just talking about the next big resurgence will be back to school. And after that, it is an insane. It's a whirlwind. It's a whirlwind. So let's map it out. We have back to school starts when? End of August? Mid-August, depending on which school zone you're in. Okay, so we got end mid-August. Then September is going to be, especially in the swamp that we live in, is the transition to that fall mindset. Yeah, people are coming back in from vacations, really getting into the groove of everything, getting ready because holiday season is approaching. Right, and then, I mean, I don't need to tell you guys this, we have Halloween, Thanksgiving, and Christmas, ending with New Year's being the ultimate culmination. The amount of search engine traffic Around the week before Christmas, four sugar cookies is so tremendous, it makes the rest of the year look like it's standing still. Yeah. Uh, so what's going to happen is you're going to say, well, I got plenty of time. I'm going to take a step back from my business, chill a little bit. I'm going to ch- say, bad decision right there. I'm gonna, you're going to want to really make sure everything is ready to go because come these holiday seasons, you will not have time to think. I don't know if you guys remember, but all I see is people saying, I didn't get to bed till three. I didn't get to bed till four. Uh, I've been icing all night. Things like that. So you're not going to have that chance to really, you know, you're not going to say, I'm going to optimize my job form and add my referral source. Yeah. You know, that's so. something you were going to do now. So, hey, is, is our form easy to navigate? Uh, 
have some uh, have your spouse go through your job form? Is it easy to check out? Do they have any questions? Right now is the time to optimize your website. Um, is it easy to navigate? Does it How many make clicks sense? To the How many sale? clicks to the sale? Uh, let's optimize your review profile right now. Come Christmas time, people are going to look at your reviews to make that buying decision. You are among many other bakers in your area that is fighting for the same dollar. Whoever has the best reviews is going to get a large majority of the leads if everything else depends on it. You yeah. know, they've got, you know, great, you guys have great photos, you guys have great copy, you have great um, FOMO type marketing. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, if you have one five-star review and they have 73 five-star reviews, me as a consumer, I'd feel a lot more comfortable Yes, going the, to the person with 73 um, five-star reviews. Is your Facebook optimized? Um, is your about section filled out? Do they know where you're located? Do they know your hours? Do they know the directions to get to your home? Are you making them jump through hoops to give you their money? Um, because if they have to, they'll go somewhere else. They're one-trick pony, guys, and they're not going to jump through many hoops to get there. So what I'm challenging you is to consider the cookie college. I'm not going to bend your arm or um, bend your know, ear bend your ear about joining, <laughs> but I think it is a great time right now to absolutely do the opposite of what your com- competitors are doing and really invest in your business because you guys will all see um, quite a switch here at the end of the summer. It'll and we're be, here to help yeah. get, get you through it. There's a lot of information in the co- cookie college. Um, about 70 classes that feature product reviews. Corey spends her money so we don't have to. Uh, digital downloads. We have classes on Asana, which is project management. Google Calendar, like we said, I live and kind of die by it. Heather just made one on LinkedIn. Corporate orders, people. Corporate orders in December. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, yeah, that is a great way to really get these large-scale orders without having to do so much of the full work that we have to fight for for these custom dozens for a birthday party. Um, there's a ton of classes. I tell people, if you want to see the class list, I can send that to you. Uh, we have it in a, you'll never guess, Google Sheet, <laughs> where I keep it updated. There's also a private podcast and, frankly, Thanks to the Cookie College members, you guys get a lot of the content here in Sugar Cookie Marketing Group for free. So if you like the content that we put out and you want to hear more of it, hey, support us. Help us be able to put out more content for you guys. And the way you can support us is by joining that Cookie College. Even if it is just for a month, if you really sat down and took a lot of those classes, I think your business would be in a much better location. Unless you're Corey's competition, then don't join the college because she doesn't need that kind of negativity. <laughs> okay, moving on to the Facebook lives. Let me pull that up real quick. Um, talk about Juanab. Juanab. Okay. If you guys are like, hey, I want to be a lean, mean, efficient baking machine, YNAB, which stands for You Need a Budget, is a budgeting app. And we have one of the people there teaching live on June 9th. That is nine, eight days away. And so this, full disclosure, our older sister works for YNAB. I hadn't actually heard of it. And we had to beg them to do yeah. this live. <laughs> a lot of you guys actually asked for YNAB to do a live. And then we've been on their wait list for a year. And Ben B, if you know anything about YNAB, up. He does. He does a, a lot, lot of teaching. Like he taught Fidelity how to do the budget. Oh, really? Yes. How oh, interesting. Uh, ben B is donating his time. He makes no money off of teaching guys how to do this to how to budget for small business using the YNAB technique. So I think people are like YNAB. When I thought it was wine app, and I said, "What well, actually? Like like a way a to Pino? like <laughs> Pinot Noir? Uh, I don't think that's." Pinot Noir? I don't know. Isn't it Pinot Grigio? Pinot Grigio? Tell me, I'm not a Pinot Diet Coke. I'm really good at Diet Coke. (laughs) Uh, But that's it. On June 9th, they're going to show you. And what I like to describe is YNAB. I do use YNAB. I have used it for over a year. Corey does not use it, so take that for what it's worth. Don't and I've been goose. spending like 
Like spending money is the coolest thing yeah. since Maverick. <laughs> <laughs> so YNAB is essentially when you log into your bank account and either see a positive or negative number, depending on how you budget, if you budget like Corey, <laughs> uh, YNAB is almost like an overlaid map of what those numbers mean. So if you were like, well, I'd really like to get an any, but you're not sure which money you're borrowing from, especially for those of you who kind of share your finances, don't have them separated out. YNAB would allow you to be like, this is my business money. This is my Eddie allocated goal money. And this is my, I spent way too much for this week money. I just got an email. Speaking of Eduardo. Okay. It says, two year anniversary grand prize. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> is it from Eddie Mark? It's from Eddie's parents. <laughs> I love Eddie's parents. They always let him say I like that. <laughs> Okay, next up we have setting up a Zola account to get wedding orders with Jessica Wolf. She is a member of the college. She actually taught a cricket labeling course last week. Awesome. Um, but she is now teaching you guys how to get Zola orders. Mm-hmm. Apparently Zola works off of credits. You get a certain amount of free credits when you sign up. And it that signs reminds me of Thumbtack. Remember yeah. that? But I think this is better. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Thumbtack. <laughs> the business of mental health with Emily Smith. She's also in the good college. Um, but she is a um, psychotherapist. Yes. Psychiatrist. Yes, she is trained and she's going to, she said, do you think people would like to talk about mental health and business? Absolutely. I think they only want to talk about mental health and business. It's a huge hot topic, especially I was talking to Don about it this weekend. He said a lot of these people are working really hard alone. Yeah. It is a solemn night in the kitchen when you're icing because you didn't join the cookie college and now you're overwhelmed with your Christmas orders. And so having a sense of community and mental health is a really great way to kind of navigate the hurdles of being by yourself in business yeah a solopreneur what do you call us a dualpreneur twinpreneur Twinpreneur. (laughs) (laughs) we should have married the property brothers we should (laughs) uh christmas in july is um by with building gingerbread houses again seems like a weird thing to have here in the middle of july but guys guys can i just tell you if you did a class doing gingerbread house building come december yeah Basically, just ice it with money. Like, put the money on the roof of the house of the gingerbread. Roll them up and make them the little fence to your gingerbread house. You guys are going to have a lot of footwork right now. Again, I'm challenging you. Don't sit on your butt and procrastinate all through the summer and then let Christmas hit you like a ton of bricks. Yeah, because unfortunately, your competition who's new, who's, who's hungry for it, won't be sleeping through the summer. And we don't want you to fall behind and then be sad and be sad and trigger cookie marketing. Which brings us to our text-in questions. This is a three-part text bless your soul. She said, hey, Heather, Corey, I'm only on episode 13, so if you've already covered this topic, feel free to disregard. But what is your take on showing personal things on your business page? On one hand, I think it makes you seem personable and human, but I also follow some cookiers who post a ton of their family. Sometimes I think it's too much. I mean, we're here for cookies, but from a customer's point of view, what do you think? Thanks and love the podcast. That is from Erin Code 213. I love it. I love a little bit of both. Um, specifically, I do share mostly cookies, but if I, I always, this is what I do every, um, November, I take my son to a pumpkin patch. I I say November, it's probably October. And I bring a pumpkin cookie. Yeah, like who would have a pumpkin for November? Pumpkin cookie. <laughs> I bring a pumpkin cookie and I take a picture of him at the pumpkin patch on a pumpkin, holding the pumpkin cookie. Pumpkinception. <laughs> There's a lot of pumpkins going on. But I like to combine as much family as I can, but also keep it around what I'm actually doing. So I know people aren't following me because I have a 12-year-old kid who knows more than I do, who's going on 47. Uh, so I only try to try to build a relationship using him. So if I do a graduation set, I would say something like, oh, my son's going into seventh grade. What are your kids? What grades are they going into? Would love to know. I like the the throwback to the 20 
80 principle. That means if you had 10 posts, 20%, two of those posts would be about your family and the remaining eight would be more about marketing sales centric type things. And this goes back to content buckets. Um, I love content buckets and Heather preaches them solidly um, showing off if you went to a new local restaurant, um, especially if it's a small business you went with your family, snagging a photo of that. You can either just share it to your stories and, you know, support your mm-hmm. local businesses. Um, and that's a great way to, to tie in your family, but also bring value. Hey, they saw this nice little Mexican restaurant. It's so tasty. Here's what I ordered. Um, and you become a resource. I say Corey ran a little test a la sugar cookie marketing page yesterday. It was to the behest of my personal ego, which took a back seat. <laughs> but on the sugar cookie marketing page, not the group, so the page, it is pretty hard to get the engagement that we get from the group. But hey, we are consistently posting mostly about things like the podcast or the newsletter and every once in a while something personal so yesterday Corey said if her post got 40 reactions she would post a photo of yours truly in eighth grade with a haircut that happened to be buzzed up the back yes and Uh, that post got way too many likes right way too many likes way too fast disconcertingly so you guys are rude but anyways that post which is absolutely not marketing related at all outperformed probably any post on that page in the last six months unfortunately (laughs) (laughs) regrettably Corey's my twin so she had the same haircut (laughs) and the same prices but will you see another post like that every single week no because we don't want to dry out our audience we want to provide value heather's buzz cut is not valuable so for i'll store that away and, and send it to her <laughs> every time i have a really good day <laughs> so it's just kind of that intermix now if i saw a business that was 100 percent sterile i'd say hey i think you guys are missing on an opportunity even the small service-based business we work with that yeah i say small but they're generating a million dollars a year when we post that personal photo of the business owner or a quote or something like that, it does perform really well. It's a nice respite from here's a Ronald kitchen or here's a painted wall. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a, hey, I am a human. I am behind the wheel here and I do have feelings. <laughs> And we suggest doing a meet the baker post every quarter. Uh, your page is growing. New people are finding you. Algorithms making sure they don't find you. <laughs> they absolutely don't. But um, post with faces do a lot better, perform a lot now, better. I like what you said with the fusion posts. I can still sell what I'm doing, but I have my kit in there. I can add copy about where you guys went and feature a local area, a local pumpkin patch, mm-hmm. or I can talk about what I'm selling for uh, Halloween or something like that. There's a lot that you can do with these kind of fusion buckets without seeming overwhelming in either direction. Yes. I agree. Very great, great question. question. Man, if we have to do this podcast one more time. Guys, you don't understand guys, how much guys. that this podcast has messed up today. We haven't memorized at this point because we have had to redo it. I, I'm not even sure if you've heard some of the jokes. I'm not sure if I'm repeating the jokes or I haven't said them at all or the lead into the jokes. <laughs> so if this is the worst podcast, blame Heather. If it's the best one, blame Clark. <laughs> so moving forward, let's jump into our sponsor. They actually have a pretty cool update from... Uh, cast iron. Cast iron. So Emily Brungard, if you ever need any help with cast iron, she's our little cast iron rep. I call her Gemly because she is a gem. She has said that. Hold on, let me read. Let me read. Uh, this might be something to highlight in our sponsorship blur, but we've just released the ability to send order quotes directly to customers. So it's the ability for artisans to send quotes to their customers without their customers having to complete the order request, which pretty awesome. That's, That's a nice awesome. little feature. And I do like cast iron because what they say is you talk to them, they're listening. Uh, a lot of the features that cast iron have, has rolled out since their launch, I think back in February is, um, 
features that you guys have requested. Yeah. And they are really great at listening and figuring out a way, which there's a whole team of people behind it, uh, to really roll these out so it benefits you guys. Now, Cast Iron is a website host for bakers, made by bakers, for bakers, artisans, kind of they, you know, we're talking. Foodpreneurs. Foodpreneurs, yeah. Yeah. So if you don't have a website, again, Christmas, holidays, November, October, it's coming your way. This would be the perfect time not to sit on your laurels and just pletch around at the local pool and not do anything for your business, you could actually have Emily help you build a cast iron website. Yeah, and it's ready to go and it's you can add you can add products, you can add a delivery radius, you can charge for delivery. It takes that awkward conversation out. Uh, so your customer have the right expectation. You can swap out verbiage. It's a very easy to use website. So, yeah, so if you have like website PTSD, I'd say give Cast Iron a call because they do make it really simple to get set up and ready to go. Spend the rest of the summer really optimizing your food photography, getting everything dialed in, getting your copy up, and you won't have time to breathe come come holiday season. You won't have time to you breathe. You won't. Next up is Royal Batch. It is a meringue powder by Bake Day Bake, which is a local cookier turned meringue powder maker <laughs> she makes this meringue powder it's now what i use exclusively i absolutely adore it um silky smooth it already comes with white food coloring vanilla extract and corn syrup so you have those three things you're saving my on don't remember the last time i bought, bought corn syrup so it's awesome nice so been using it love it used it in my new house neighbors loved it great <laughs> oh use code twins to check out Save 10%. They were just saving money left and right here. Left and right. Final, well, not, not <gasps> last and not least by any stretch of imagination. I would, would I date Eddie or Tom Cruise? Oh. The, the question I'll need to think for the rest of the day. Ooh. Eddie is a direct-to-food printer. And I'm just saying, Mark and Jen from Eddie Parents, yeah. the parents of Eddie, they're from Primera. Um, they, they heard that. A rumor that maybe. That maybe. We're having a two-year anniversary. Maybe. In October. Maybe. Uh, but I just. Maybe. Just and maybe. Maybe. Just, I don't know. I don't it's know. rumors, and I don't like to gossip. I don't Anyway, like so we shouldn't gossip. But Eddie is a pretty cool thing. Definitely join their group on Facebook. It's a great way to see what you can really push that poor machine to do. Because I don't think even Eddie was ready. Eddie was ready. <laughs> Eddie's always ready. I don't think Eddie was ready for how much people push him. And they're constantly, again, listening to what people want and pushing that machine with updates consistently. I just have to say, it is so nice to have a machine that is updated. A lot of the technology, um, you buy it and then it's long lost and forgotten. You know what? Like I took out the Canon camera and I was like, let me, I don't know, just like set it back to default settings. And then someone was like, well, yeah, once I added for, you know, uploaded firmware, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you can add firmware. <laughs> and I looked it up and I was six firmwares behind. Oh my goodness. I updated them. Okay. But Eddie, uh, when they roll out an update, it's pretty awesome. As soon as you turn the machine on, your computer says, and Eddie update is ready. Yeah, I know. Eddie's ready. Eddie's always ready. So that is awesome. Moving on. Uh, oh, yeah. I want to say this thing. Corey and I years ago bought this thing called a Smurl. It's a Smurl. And we're going to let you annoy me while I work on the Smurl. The Smurl is connected to our Facebook page. I'm going to live stream the Sugar Cookie Marketing Facebook page. And anybody who likes the page will actually trigger this analog like counter do not look the price it is overpriced it was a work charge from years ago for an event we did it was been lost in my basement for a long long time moved and i finally got reunited with the smurl again so i'll have that on a facebook live we'll see how it goes i'll set it up here in a second once we end the podcast if the podcast can continue on (laughs) (laughs) so let's say we covered our intro we covered tips when moving and transitioning to a new location okay do you have a twin 
You don't? What's yours? My twin twist, I've been really good about letting go. I also found the Air Safety Institute crash accident reports, and I've been into that on YouTube. I'm sure nobody's interested. But if you like Mayday, Mid-Air Disasters, which you can watch full episodes on the Wonder Channel on YouTube. I found one. Okay. I had bought a white edible marker. A a white edible marker? Yes. To write on colors? To write on if you did like a chalkboard. I would have to see this. I know. I haven't used it, but I found it when I moved. Oh, the cookie counter sent us some stuff to review. Let's review that, that okay. crayon. And somebody had a couple crayon. of... <laughs> Not crayon. Not <laughs> crayon. <laughs> uh, and somebody had a couple of requests on the Facebook page of things they wanted us to review. Stencils, they think. Good. They I'm just wanted to see it. how... Horrendous they want us to review them. How, did, how I'm using them? They said just review them. Okay. We should just start a review of the stuff you bought. What? We should. Boy's Crap Corner. <laughs> Tune in on Tuesdays. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so what was I saying? Oh, yeah, what was your twin choice? Oh, you bought this crayon. This I bought marker. this marker. And it's supposed to be like if you did like end of the school year and you did like a chalkboard type thing, mm-hmm. you could write like Mrs. Teacher name on oh. it. And to give it kind of that effect when you write on black royal icing. Uh, I'd have to see. I will have to practice. see too because am I skeptical? Yes. Yes, yes I am. So. If I get an order for chalkboards, <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> That'd be cool. Okay, I think this is a decent podcast, 45 minutes. So we're clearly missing something. I don't remember what it was. What are we missing? I don't know, because we did this twice. I'm not sure if we covered uh, can it. Can I tell them, like, I got a leak going on in my new house? We're no calling way. it a room with a view now. Right into the plumbing. Oh, the waterfall. <laughs> yeah. The waterfall feature to your up and towards the wall. We got to install after Mark. <laughs> but I think it's all coming back together again. Well, we did discover, here's what happened. The plumber came today and was like, yeah, there's there's no leak. I can't recreate so it. Corey is so heck-bent on proving this plumber wrong that Corey says, no, it happens when you take a shower. And he turns on the shower for two minutes and Corey says, no. When a woman takes a shower and she says, you all men, stand down here. I'll be back. And takes a full-on <laughs> hair-washy shower and then this waterfall of water starts <laughs> streaming down into this living room. And the guy's like, oh, wow, I've never seen anything like that before. Yeah, they're screaming, cool. that's what it's like. I said, like, I got that from your boy. I said, I got to get the conditioner out. <laughs> so Plex doesn't release these lilies. No, I was using my only So now we're at the stage where they need to knock down that wall. But I proved my point. Moving is for the birds. That's for <laughs> So that's what's been uh, going at my walls, Lily. <laughs> that was good. I think you wanted to, well, if we're just going to kill time and people have to yeah. listen to us, why not? I think you wanted to do the cookie clap, the Christmas cookie clap in July. I did want to do the Christmas cookie clap. Reason being is because I know a lot of us will sit in our laurels, like Heather said many times. This laurels be sat upon. What is a laurel? I think it's the top part of your leg. <laughs> you keep talking. Oh, okay, so laurel. what we wanted to do, okay, so what, what we wanted to do was choose a we wanted you to bake something that you want to offer in December in July. So it's a July, Christmas in July cookie club, but secretly we want you to get ahead of your marketing and choose an option you're going to offer in December. So you already have your pictures done, your copy will be ready to go, and you'll be first to market. Because I will be honest, those who are first to market usually hit the most sales because uh, they beat everyone to it. Um, so that is what our Christmas collab in July, and it'll be like anything Christmassy. Okay. So For really, reason, I goes, thought a laurel yeah, is a body is a part. Laurel? It is a person's achievement. <laughs> it is not the top <laughs> that, of your life. Makes, if you were sitting like, 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 like this, is this 
I honestly thought it was the back chubby part of my butt. You're just your your thigh, sitting the back thigh. Stop sitting on your laurels and get your butt out. Oh, be sitting on your hiney. I thought the hiney was the bun. Your and bun the laurels was the forward part. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out it is your chief. <laughs> well, don't be sitting on either of them. <laughs> don't be sitting on your bun or your chief. Your back laurels, your top laurels, or your laurels achievements. <laughs> get on those heels and get to walking. <laughs> okay, kids, I think we've wasted enough time of your week. We will see you again next week on the Baking It Down Podcast. Tell them what to text. What number to text? Oh, oh, it is 571-556-5644. I'm going to challenge you guys to send us a text of one question you've always wanted Corey to answer about herself. Personally, you can ask anything. Nothing's off the table. I'll read every text that you guys send in, even if it has curse words. <gasps> Mom didn't listen to this. <laughs> I'm not going to read the curse words. Send your darn laurels. Okay, guys, I'll see you next week. Again, that is 571-556-5644. Mm-hmm.